FX presents the Indie Podcast with your host, T. Sterling Watson. Good morning, Indubians. I'm T. Sterling Watson. And I'm Courtney. This is the Indu Podcast, where drive time meets late night talk show as we aim to entertain enlighten and provide an auditory escape with knowledge and nonsense thank you for stopping by and pressing play we're recording live from the little uh, in new in dubia uh wherever we are i don't know i was doing so well because normally i have it written <laughs> i should have it memorized and i got through most of it so you know points to me i suppose i don't know Points definitely to you thank you thank you so much i keep making that intro longer and longer and i don't should make it shorter i don't know but people seem to like it and they get excited i'm like oh it shows about the beginning he's about to get into some stuff or just talk about some knowledge and nonsense that may enlighten or entertain blah 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 blah. so yes i've been saying that a lot lately last couple days the blah 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 Mm -hmm. ashley's been calling on me calling me on it so that's why i'm making note of it now so i'm trying not to do trying not to do it (laughs) anyway how are you doing today? I am doing good. Can't complain. How are you? I'm well. I'm actually pretty good. I, I feel, I want to say, rested. And that's in due part to a nap I had earlier. But but also because I did return from a, I guess, a staycation, even though I did travel a little bit. So, and that is, you know, part of what we will discuss a bit today, just a bit, because mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. been there's been a lot, capital letter, bold letter, bold, uh, italicized, <laughs> typeface, because that's the proper you know words for it, because I've been taking classes, but yeah, a lot, so going on in these last the last few days, let alone the last week, yeah. Yeah, but hey, first we'll say that I came back from my staycation. If you want to hear more about that, this is a direct plug to the Love Blurs <laughs> podcast, where uh-huh. where Ashley and I discuss my um my week off, and um my my highlight would be going to see John Mulaney live. So that was great. I had a great time. And what I will say, I'm not going to go into detail because again, Love Blurs. Uh, mm-hmm. What I will say. The, the opening act, we could not remember the uh, comedian's name, but I have since found it, which was really arduous work. Like I, I had to scroll through because I only had one lead and that was um, John Mulaney said that he is on the marvelous Mrs. Maisel television program mm-hmm. or, or streaming mm-hmm. program. So I went to go scroll through all the people that were, have been on the show and he's in only one episode. So that meant... <laughs> <sighs> he really tried you because <laughs> i mean it, it worked because I, I i mean i couldn't remember his name for the life of me and i'm like okay and hopefully this guy has like a a picture on imdb which he does so all of that to say his name is seaton smith so in case you okay. want to look him up uh nice. apparently apparently he's opening for him all throughout the um the tour john mulaney's mm-hmm. tour so you know oh, kudos cool. to him yeah 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 so, yeah, Seton Smith is his name. So that's a little a continuation of the Love Blurs podcast. If you I mean, there are some people out there like Nisha. Shout out to Nisha who listen to both. So thank you very much. Hey, Nisha. Um, so, yeah, there's that. I um, back. I, I, I wrote down back to work blues because that, that kind of started setting in, I think, on Saturday. 
<laughs> before I came back to work. But then it was it was yeah. also being back at work where everyone was just not, mm-hmm. I don't want to say everyone, but a lot of stuff was just <laughs> thrown at me and just like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm trying to get back into the workflow of things, trying mm-hmm. to get caught up on work that was like maybe backed up or or whatever, what yeah. have you, like why is this over here? Who did that? Who painted that on the wall? You know, just try to figure out what's happening and why. And I think you can relate because you also were off of work too. Was, <clears throat> but I was off and I was off with the kids for spring break. So it was really nice and it was great to be away from work. And yes, I did have that dread kind of, mine hit more on like Sunday afternoon-ish for me (laughs) Mm -hmm. but you know it I you know Daniel took me out to our favorite lake and so I was able to kind of hang out and stuff and ease back into the week um but it was you know it wasn't quite a vacation (laughs) but (laughs) or a staycation even but it's but I did have that dread you know Mm -hmm. the dread kind of on Sunday like oh I think they have a name for it, which I, I just learned that's called like the Sunday Saddies or something. I've already forgot what it's called. Well, it's whatever not... the name is, I'm sure it's fitting because it, it always, for me, it always happens on Sunday. I try not to think about it on Wednesday so I can, or Wednesday, <laughs> on Saturday so that I can enjoy a little bit of the weekend. I'll say, wow, it's really deep if like you're no, already dreading on a Wednesday. <laughs> Wednesday <laughs> is... The week. Wednesday is hard enough as it is. That's why I I feel it's best to put this podcast out on a Wednesday. And we're going to discuss why this, this, this episode is late because we, we purposely deliberately waited to um, even record this episode because of some news that's coming up later. So, but then again, there was also other, it was just, this week has been a lot and, and that's, yeah, and that's just like just between like you and me, like just our lives, let alone things happening in the world. So, yeah, or even outside of the world. Sorry, for yeah. whatever reason, I felt like I was like the the spirit of Neil deGrasse Tyson was coming over me. <laughs> <laughs> and and then you just have to look beyond the stars. I don't. He just has a way of just like letting words just roll around in his mouth before he just like lets them out. Mm-hmm. trying to get Releases you then. them into the world right right as if he's painting a picture of the universe for you with with words which he does mm-hmm. i mean that's the job of a science communicator which we're we're um enthusiasts of i would say mm-hmm. not, not saying that we are but we we appreciate and we thank you for the good work that you do people like that and a bunch of people i follow on um youtube like kyle hill for example he's he's a great science educator and and I recommend this is I should probably this was not my recommendation, but I'm going to go ahead and say this is my recommendation. Go check out Kyle Hill on YouTube. He's got some really great videos to explain things that you never knew that you were curious about. So <laughs> I like that. Yes, he has an older YouTube channel, which he was which was under uh, the Nerdist brand, but he branched out because he you know wanted to do his own thing or his own schedule. Mm-hmm which he explains in other videos and it's great. So I'll let you guys do all that research, but that is, that is not my official recommendation, but it is a new one. When we get to the end of the episode, I have another recommendation, which I will recommend when the time gets there. So, yeah. Um, so I guess we'll just go ahead. Well, no, let's, I'll also say that yesterday, um, 
breaking the, the wall here because we're recording on the 31st of March, meaning it's the end of March. But yesterday, March 30th, was mm-hmm. um, Chief's Gotcha Day. Aww. I didn't know that. Yeah. And it's actually, it's a term I didn't even know existed until Ashley told me. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm like, oh. So yeah, that um, yesterday was Chief's 11th Gotcha Day. Oh, I love it so much. Which I I can't believe I've had him for 11 years. And um, I don't know his official age, meaning I don't know exactly when he was born, but he, when I, when I I gotcha or got him, (laughs) yeah, he was only apparently a few months old, even though I think he was already at the size that he was going to stay at. But Mm -hmm. because we're like, I think Ashley was thinking he was going to be smaller when I got him. But I'm like, no, no. When I got him, he was about the size he is now, if not a little bit smaller. But mm-hmm. um, yeah. So I would say he's, I would say he's 11 years old. But I've had him for 11 years, and he's still. Well, did you, hmm? did you do anything special for him? Um. Yes, I went and picked him up and brought him here. So he's at the apartment <laughs> with us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure he's happy about that. Sure. Oh, he is. He is. He he gets spoiled for sure. Uh, and yesterday he got his first um, taste of a de-shedding brush or comb or whatever, which he seems to enjoy because it's almost mm-hmm. like he'll, he'll, and I almost started doing some things that's, that's visual. That's not good for an audio medium, which is like doing all these neck stretches and like, nope, nope, get yeah. it right here. Get it right. Yeah. That's it right there. So, so I'm sure he's been enjoying that. However, I don't enjoy all of the shed that is happening. He's never shed this much before, but I think it's because the weather's just been so crazy. Yeah, I was going to say, it's up and down here. I'm sure it's very similar in craziness there. Oh, oh yes, it, it absolutely has been. In fact, I think it was yesterday. If it wasn't yesterday, I think it was yesterday. If not, it was the day before that it was snowing. Today, it's mm, hovering around 60, but it doesn't feel like it. In fact, there's like threats for severe storms later on this evening. So fun, 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 fun. Love the weather and just Mother Nature just flipping tables because just sick of it, sick of all of it. I guess so. she's mad or something. I don't know. I would be I, mad too, honestly, though. But I, I mean, she's had it. And I mean, I can't I'm, blame her. I'm, I'm not sure exactly who in this scenario, like Earth would like, well, I think I already know. Mother Nature's Will Smith and we're Chris Rock. There, just put it out there. <laughs> nice. Just, just thought I'd get there. Oscars. Thank you. That, that's also <laughs> what we are going to. I had no idea what was how I was going to segue into it, but <laughs> you did it. Thank you. We, we brought up the weather, and um, yeah, there we have it. <laughs> but my Oscars recap is: I feel like I did better this year than I have in all the other ones, predicting and whatnot. I did do mm-hmm. my predictions last episode. So you want to go back and listen to that? You can. It's very short, like 15 minutes, I think. And I got 18 out of 23 right. I really need to write down somewhere like my averages over the years because I don't know how well I did the year before or the year before that. So, but. Well, and I bet you didn't predict this a whole slap. I didn't. I didn't. I, I for best slap, I still had uh, Bernie Mac from. Uh, ironically enough, a Chris Rock film called Head of State. 
<laughs> uh, that was my favorite gif. I mean, it still is. Um, or even video clip where, Chris, uh, not Chris Rock, Bernie Mac gets off a train and then all these people start walking up to him trying to ask him for things like, hey, I got this mixtape or hey, I got this this thing or um, this donation. And he just slaps each and every one of them out of the way. Um, it is absolutely hilarious. And it was like one of my favorite reactions or even responses to things than some some joy killer was like oh yes because domestic violence is or not domestic violence but violence is funny i'm like oh, oh my gosh get out of here is, this is from a movie it's from a, it's a comedy i meant to right. as a joke and you're just oh sucking gosh. all the air out. Oh. now granted yes violence is not the answer and there are there's a whole bunch of discourse out there just that's discussing all sides of it and people taking sides or whatnot I'm here for the jokes and for the memes that come <laughs> from it because <laughs> this yeah. was a moment. Um, I, I also want to give not a shout out. This is, this isn't a shout out. It's more of a, um, a highlight. Nope. Not, not even a highlight. I used Fubo or Fubo. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not sure how it's pronounced, but it's a streaming service for live TV. And um, I used it and they have a trial period of 24 hours which I think is the shortest <laughs> trial period I've wow, ever. Wow, that is pretty short. <laughs> I've never so, heard of a 24-hour trial period. That's kind of amazing, actually. It, <laughs> it truly is, that because that meant I really needed to make sure that when I was ready to cancel, <laughs> I, right. yes, or, or even start it, too, because I don't think you, they yeah. tell you you have 24 hours until after you you know do the trial. Are you serious? I think so. <laughs> it's like, hey, you want nice. to try it? You want to try it? You can do all of the, you can do the pro. You can do the elite version like they have all these other channels like a hundred and something channels and then the pro or the elite has like 200 something channels and then they have what other ones where you can share screens with people unlimited screens all of it still under well, one of them isn't available for trial and that's if you want to do the i think they call it the latino package which has all like all the spanish-speaking channels mm -hmm. still all of these channels how am i going to watch all of them in 24 hours but that's that's my problem because i'm just doing the trial but Right. That's literally your problem, not theirs. They gave you it, they gave you free access. So right. you should I mean, probably just be grateful. You figure out what you want to do with those 24 hours with all these channels we're giving you. So figure it out. Right. And I did because right. all I want to do is watch the Oscars. And then after that was done, the next morning when I got to work, I made sure that I canceled it just to make sure that I didn't forget. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. then they were asking why you canceled. Was it just because you wanted to watch <laughs> one game? <laughs> so did like, they say that? Yes, it was one of the, the <laughs> options as to why I canceled, like it's too much or um, is it you just wanted to watch one game? I'm like, mm, yeah, sure. It was one game I wanted to watch. Yes. Mm -hmm. Wow. Wow. It was hockey. I'm, I'm sorry. It was. It was the hours. Get out mm. of here. So <sighs> it, it really, I mean, I was shocked and then now i'm thinking about it like you know what? i probably did have some other options that i could use like i have um because i'm an xfinity uh customer they gave me a flex thing for like live tv but i don't know if i could have watched the oscars with that and i probably wouldn't have hmm. even have to go through fubo or fubu not fubu not fubu i keep wanting to call it fubu it's not fubu i, I know what you're talking about i think it is it's f-u-b-o right correct which is why I want to call it Fubo, but mm -hmm. <laughs> Ashley was like, it's probably called Fubo. And I'm like, but why? Why would it be called Fubo, not Fubo? I feel like it would be Fubo as well, but 
Right. I also think that's kind of a dumb name. So I don't, I don't know. I don't really have a dog in this fight. <laughs> right. And in, in, it's all these different um, weird things, which I really would like to find out where some of these names came from. Like, well, Roku, I know is a thing, but Hulu, what is that? Where did that come from? Explain. Right. Netflix makes the most sense to me. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you're on the net and you're getting flicks because that was, you know, it launched when shows were not really a thing. You, you watch movies, right? Correct. And so that just makes sense to me. And of course, they've, you know, branched out a whole lot, but I mean, it it makes sense. I I have to bring it up, uh, but uh, Quickster, do do you remember Quickster when that (laughs) came and went so quickly? (laughs) I remember. uh sorry i just like laughing at some (laughs) some like huge failures like hey we got this great idea nope it's terrible get rid of it we don't like it uh quick stir and then quibby which i found out later was short for quick bites so oh okay like bite size right to watch right 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 right. and for anyone who's not familiar with quibby uh, that's a streaming service that failed very quickly, like right at the beginning of the pandemic, too. Or right Did before it the... fail already? Okay, I knew. Yeah, I it's been gone. About it. Well, I mm-hmm. knew I hadn't heard about it in a while, but I just thought. I mean, there's a lot of streaming services out there that I don't know about. <laughs> I just kind of assumed. I, wow. So it's yeah. Wow. It, okay. It's gone, and it it fizzled Boy. out like just before I think the pandemic started, which is where I it probably. It was like, it would have thrived. Well I, it was, well, I thought it was launching at that time. Like, I thought that's when it launched was right at the beginning of the pandemic. All of I or, mean, or, the timing of it, I think all of that is in my mind congealed into a really tight month, perhaps <laughs> where <laughs> where it launched and like there's all this money behind it and all the all this mm-hmm. um, and not endorsements, but like just uh, celebrity power, like just. Uh, entertainers all all these shows and and content that was there and like oh mm-hmm. this would be really great but there were things that happened and it just fell apart and it didn't come to be so it's it was pretty sad because i mean there i've been hearing i heard that there were a lot of good things that, there was even emmy nominated shows that were on it where like they got nominated but like the the surf the platform itself fizzled out so i'm not even sure how you can find some of this content that was on it unless other places like i don't know maybe youtube or i don't even know if netflix bought anything from it but it's all gone now so wow i did not know that yeah that's crazy it is it is it lived and died a very short life Mm. so yeah well (sighs) these things do happen because there was a couple shows like Oh, who, it, it wasn't Quinta, or maybe it was Quinta, um, um, Brunson, um, somebody, oh, who was it that had a show, and I was like, dang it, I wish I could watch it, but I'm not, I, like, I refuse to get another streaming service, I'm <laughs> not doing it, and so I, I wasn't able to keep up with it, that's probably why I don't know what's going on, mm-hmm. wow, well, sucks. Yeah, it, it does, it does, um, I do have to say in regards to, again, back to the Oscars and some of the like two big winners being Best Supporting Actor, uh, Tony Cuts. I didn't write his name down. Not Tony, Troy. His first name is Troy. Um, but basically the film Coda won Best Picture. That was yes. That was what one that I actually got wrong. <laughs> I was thinking oh, okay. it was going to be. Okay. 
I was thinking it was going to be Power of the Dog because it was winning and it was on track mm-hmm. to win Best Film. Mm-hmm. Although I, I haven't seen it. Uh, <laughs> I heard through a trusted friend of mine who I think she said she didn't care for it or told me I could skip it even though I tend to watch things anyway, but mm-hmm. it didn't really grab my interest because I'm not really into movies about the frontier or Westerns, yeah. unless, unless it has to be something like Harder They Fall, so. Yes, which, is that really a Western? I mean, it, it's got a it lot is. of the elements. It is. Well, it's got a lot of the elements. It's just not, it doesn't, there's a lot of things that veer off of your traditional Western, in my opinion. <laughs> But mm-hmm. I also don't know Western, so maybe don't listen to me that much. <laughs> it, it is a Western. Horses were involved. Uh, cowboy hats. Guns. Gun, gun slinging. Um, Shoot them up. Right. Dust kind of and thing. sand. Yeah, it's a Western. <laughs> <laughs> is that what denotes a Western, though? That's What, that's dust and sand? Here. Yes. Dust but... and sand and, and cap, horses and shoot, well, shooting you and horses, sure. But mm-hmm. dust and sand and I don't know. I mean, if if you threw a couple of horses in Dune, we can even count that as a western, but a future western. Okay, well, that has a lot of fans, so that that's two two notches there. Mm-hmm. I think I think <laughs> even Star Wars kind of can go in that contention too of like being partial western, but because they've got but sandy planets, but in space, right? Right. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So okay. it, it's got a whole bunch of those different kind of things, and it's got the shoot 'em ups. It's got uh, dog fights, meaning the planes fighting. And, and you know shooting each other pew pews and whatnot and sorry that was a um tie fighter sound just so in all honesty though i think mm-hmm. we're kind of joking much a lot here but i thought i've heard that and somebody can correct me if i'm wrong because i could get this wrong but i've heard that it actually does kind of follow a lot of the chief hush but i thought <laughs> i've heard i remember hearing that it does actually follow a lot of the western story like um archetype is not the right word because that's a character but like like tropes maybe or or structure tropes tropes and structures and things star wars star wars yeah yes i would agree i would agree that that it does that um but it's definitely a rip from the pages uh copycat of joseph campbell's uh journey of the hero or story of the hero Mm -hmm yeah um, yeah absolutely yeah so it's, it's definitely that and i think that's probably what a lot of westerns are because a lot of them are kind of reluctant heroes or mm-hmm. follow those kind of tropes of like oh i don't want to you know be on this path or do this thing but oh they're pulling me out of retirement i got to do this thing one more time or i got to defend these people mm-hmm. yeah so mm-hmm. most definitely i mean look at uh the mandalorian because that's definitely i would not not the mandalorian that is- yeah well yes I think that. yeah the, the mandalorian and maybe that's when i first heard this kind of comparison mm-hmm. or description of the star wars universe maybe not i don't know but i definitely see it with the mandalorian but and definitely boba also, fett the book of boba fett because that's but i was a, listen i was mm-hmm. about to say <laughs> mandalorian's like literally the only star wars uh piece that i've watched yeah i think <laughs> i i feel like a lot of people would 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 agree with that because yeah. that's that's all that you know there's there's one really main reason why but once once you actually get into the show you get into some of the other characters too so yeah i would agree i would definitely would agree so yes fun uh coda was what we're talking about there sorry that's that's fine and i think what i was leading to is because of coda i ended up 
subscribing to another streaming service that I didn't think I was going to get. And I was actually trying to get it from my sister, but she had some logins juggled around recently. So uh, I thought I was going to get it from my niece. Long story short, I had to get it myself because for whatever reason, it was not working. And now I have Apple TV plus. Oh, nice. Nice. Yes. Because I, I think I was ready to start like calling everybody that has like, <laughs> I guess, an Apple account says so like, hey, can I can, can I borrow can I can I borrow your login? Can I borrow your? But I'm like, let me just do it myself because this isn't working. Because first, mm-hmm. when I was trying to get my sister her account, uh, it was asking for a code, and she was like, oh, what code? I'm not. I don't get it. I'm not seeing a code. It was working with my niece. Like she got the code and then sent it to me, so I can do what I need to do. But it still wasn't working. So I'm like, whatever. I'll do it myself. Like <laughs> Thanos. And yeah, five bucks. Ugh. Goodness. I know, right? Mm. Which is actually is the cheapest can, one, huh? Is that where you can watch Coda? Yes. Gotcha. Okay, you you may have said that. I'm sorry if I missed it. No, I I didn't. I didn't. But I just okay. said that that's kind of what led to it, led me getting it, so I can watch it because I did hear great things about it. Other than the fact that it won best uh, best picture, I mm-hmm. was interested in seeing it. I just wasn't sure how I was going to see it because I did not have Apple TV. So I do want to see it as well. I remember seeing the um previews for it and I was like ah when I see it <laughs> and like you know I love I have connections with the deaf community and I love the deaf community and I love seeing movies about and including and featuring the deaf community mm-hmm. but of course you just don't see that often and this one actually looks good and it looks right. so I wanted to check it out so I'm really really happy to hear that they or to see that they won the Oscar and uh that's just so exciting it, it was a pleasant surprise and it was one that I was happy to be wrong about. Like, I'm glad mm-hmm. that it wasn't the power of the dog. No offense to the power of mm-hmm. the dog, because mm-hmm. I actually had to laugh because with all the clips that we saw, like watching the, the ceremony, um, none of them featured dogs, which is what <laughs> that's what Ashley brought up. Like, I don't see any dogs in this. I'm like, I, I don't. <laughs> I guess we have to watch it to find out because I don't I don't know. I don't understand mm-hmm. <laughs> either. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you. So mm-hmm. and overall, like I said, it just didn't really seem that interesting to me. I could. And again, I could be wrong. It's just based on uh, trailers and pieces of what I've seen from it. And I'm like, mm, OK, I guess. Yeah. And, and like I said, in that episode, most of my predictions were based on previous award shows and what had won before it and where I lost like four points, not four points, but four cat, whatever is um, the short films, animated documentary and um, live action. All those three, I got all those wrong <laughs> based on <laughs> all the festivals, all those other films had been in. I'm like, Oh, this one won the most awards. So this is probably going to mm-hmm. get the Oscar. And lo and behold, I probably should have went with my gut and went with the one that just felt like it would be a winner because I felt like people would watch this versus that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. We'll see how I do next year. Um, I'm trying to think of what the other one I got wrong. Was. Oh, best animated film. That was the other one I got wrong. But Who won it. Uh, Encanto won it, but okay. it was really neck and neck between Encanto and the Mitchells versus the Machines. So do have, I have you... know that one? I feel like I've heard it, but I don't. Nothing. It, it's on Netflix. Like okay. Okay. And it's by the yeah. same, I want to say the same team that brought you 
into the Spider-Verse because the animation is pretty similar. Okay, okay, okay. Wow, and it beat, no, it didn't beat Encanto. Okay, it didn't. Gotcha. But I, okay. but it won a lot of the other like maybe huge awards. I'm not, I'm not sure if it got the Globe. Not that anybody mm. watched the Globe this year, but um, I'm not sure if it got the Globe. <laughs> did that even air the Globe? <laughs> That's a good question too, because if it did, I don't think anybody watched it. But I don't think it aired because I don't think I think NBC also boycotted it. So uh, I don't know what happened. I'm not sure if it was just an empty room. Maybe they just you know rented a room at a hotel, just a conference room, and like okay, these are the people that are winning. And maybe they just recorded a, um, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I gotcha. But people, there were some globes that were given out. Um, I want to say it's the Annie Awards, I think, which is the award show for animation all across the board, Mm -hmm. whether I think it's Mm -hmm. movies, TV shows, and I think video games, I think. Mm -hmm. But it won Best Film, I think, um, uh, Mitchells versus Machines. So that's why I was kind of running for that one I'm like okay maybe they're they're gonna pull upset and you know <laughs> it was really disney versus mitchell in the ver- in the machine mitchell versus the right. machine right because raya um luca oh what was the other one other than encanto yeah because those are both those are both disney movies right yeah they're, yeah, they're they all are. disney movies yep yeah wow it's one other one i can't remember what it is but it was really, like I said, between those two and Encanto took it, which I'm fine. I'm fine with because Encanto is also a great film. It's amazing. Yeah. So I was happy either way, other than the fact that I got one wrong. I'm like, oh, <laughs> but <laughs> good job, Encanto. And I kind of knew that our good friend, Lin-Manuel Miranda, was not going to get this award for best song because why did why did this song get chosen to to be in the running i don't know i'm sure there's a story behind it and i still don't know what that story is however one of the bigger moments that i thought would be talked about but isn't is uh we don't talk about that remix which i'm not sure if you heard anything about it no so as you know, or as most people, if, if they're aware or not of the Oscars, they usually perform the, the song that is being nominated that year. So somebody performs it, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. So they, they did perform the Encanto nominated song, which is to um, some long word that starts with, oh, that I should have written down. I don't remember what it is. It's a very pretty <laughs> song. It's very nice. I like it. It's beautiful. But I don't, I never felt that this was the song that would win an Oscar. Uh, honestly well now i need to know what it was so i can like agree or disagree with you oh it's it's like that um that very like light-hearted like fluffy love song uh when they were kind of uh thinking of um abuela and her uh husband what? are you serious yeah. that song that's like it was song. a good song but that's not the bruno song right and what was being discussed on Twitter, at least, is like, we all know that the real, the real, real song is Surface Pressure. Like, that's the best song. And like, I mean, even, even the intro song of, of Family, wait, what's it called? The Family Madrigal. Yeah. Right, right. Mm-hmm. That one could have took it. I mean, but that's the other song? Hmm, not so much. <laughs> like, I forget I mean, that's on the... It is. Well, a beautiful yeah, I mean, song. it's a it's a beautiful song. It's a it's it's great storytelling, but it just it didn't carry the movie the way the other two at least did, you know. Right, 
and I forget that that song is like on the soundtrack until you're mm-hmm. like, oh, right. And it's on there twice, too, by the way. It's on there because it's in Spanish and then it's also in mm-hmm. English and Spanish. <laughs> so, yeah. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, uh, my Spotify, my Spotify, my Spotify <laughs> uh, on the uh, Friday mm-hmm. new releases will keep mm-hmm. giving me. I'm not sure if it's sung in uh, Hebrew or Jewish. It's in another language. And I'm not sure mm-hmm. why it's sending me this. And I'm confused. So. Just, you should just, listen and find out. Oh, I listened to the song for sure. I have no idea exactly what language <laughs> what it is, and it doesn't even uh-huh. say it. I like I open it up and it's in whatever language. It, to me, it looks Hebrew, so I'm not. That's why I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what Hebrew sounds like, <laughs> but the characters. It's either that or maybe Arabic. I'm not, I don't know. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Maybe I'll send it to you later when I remember. And they're not even look. They're not even going to tell you. They're they're not because nothing nothing in, in it is in English. That, that helps me like it doesn't say like uh not spanish version but um i don't know greek version or something it doesn't say it like in parentheses so mm-hmm. i have no idea i really don't so that's happening um so i say all that to say that they decided that they were going to perform we don't talk about bruno but a remixed version of it but with the whole mm-hmm. cast which was nice that was cool okay oh. okay and some surprise guests such as megan the stallion has a verse Oh, <laughs> did she perform it? Like, did she perform it there? Like, yeah, oh. she was she was there live, uh, just wow. appeared out of nowhere, did her verse, which I really enjoyed. And I want to okay, like okay. see and hear that part again. And then wow. it went off and did some other things and then started talking about we don't uh, we don't talk about the Oscars. I don't know what they said, but they weren't talking about <laughs> Bruno anymore. And I don't know what was happening. It and sounds I'm like, so cheesy. It, it really was like, why are we doing this? Like the song isn't even nominated, um, but I, I get I, why they were doing it, but I don't understand why. You know, I know there's time, lim- like time, like deadlines and things where they have to submit their nominations. So it's my theory that I literally just came up with right now. So it's gotta be true. Mm-hmm. But my theory is they did not realize how much of a bop um bruno was or um is it pressure or under pressure with it it's not under i think pressure. It's, it's i think it's surface pressure surface pressure you're right so they probably didn't realize how because they for sure didn't um estimate or they underestimated i think it's louisa who is the character who sings surface pressure mm-hmm. they for sure underestimated her popularity and how people were going to relate to her so well um, I bet they just nominated the other song because they thought that it had a better chance of winning. And then when they saw that it, literally Bruno will play on adult radio stations, because I heard it the other day. Like, <laughs> so has Ashley. They, She's like, it's on all the time. It, yeah, it is. But like they they decided to perform that one and then remix it in the worst way, it sounds like, because it, in fact, is the p- more popular boppish song mm-hmm. that's my theory and and it could be right and i really and I, you know i'm gonna look right now see if i can find the remixed version but i what i want specifically is the remix just with megan the stallion I, I don't care for the rest of whatever they were doing that nonsense mm-hmm. that you, you, it I was they I really seriously because everybody i mean i 
I feel like everybody was getting excited. I was like, ooh, it's going to happen. Like the whole cast is here. They're going to sing the song and they're dancing all around each other. That's awesome. And it's, it became like a, someone described it as a Broadway parody or to- the Tony's <laughs> the Tony Award parody. And I'm like, oh my God, this, this is, this is That's too a much. good description. It, it sounds kind of like that. <laughs> it it is. You're, how you're describing it. And I'm like, well, they could have kept this. I mean, you're trying to make mm-hmm. your every year, the whatever producers in charge, shout out to Will Packer, because I felt he did a good job overall. Every year mm-hmm. they try to do a good job at trying to make the Oscars shorter, but yet be entertaining. So that is every producer's goal, every their mission. Sure. And yeah. I, I gotta say, I mean, this this year was a pretty good. I mean, but it didn't really have anything <laughs> to do with uh will packer but um yeah it's i mean i take that back it it was good i did enjoy it it was a good show Mm -hmm. they need maybe two less hosts and probably just let um regina hall do the whole thing because she did an excellent job she was hilarious uh she kept trying to pretty much every guy that whether they were single or not she was just trying to meet them in the back for either covid tests or or whatever and then trying to inspect inspect each of them herself so mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. just i mean that was her that was okay. her thing the whole night which i thought was hilarious i thought it was great okay so, wanda sykes i mean she's cool i'm not like one of her biggest fans i, I don't dislike her but i'm just wanda sykes she's cool whatever mm-hmm. and then um amy schumer i don't really have an opinion on her i thought she did <laughs> you know her job she had some pretty decent jokes there and what was funny though is despite all the other discord that's happening with the big main event that wasn't supposed to be um, mm-hmm. it, is that there are still people that are responding to other jokes that were made. Like um, she made a joke about uh, Kristen Dunst, Kirsten Dunst. I think that's her name. Kirsten, Kirsten Dunst. Dunst. Kirsten, Kirsten Dunst. Dunst yeah. Yeah. One of those. One of them. <laughs> Calling her, making this whole joke saying that she was a seat filler instead of an actual star that's supposed to be there. Like, what was that about? I just heard about that, and I'm like, wait a second, that's kind of I mean, rude. <laughs> it's it's rude, but it was a joke. I got the joke. I thought it was funny. Was, yeah, well, I don't. I mean, apparently that's what Chris Rock thought too <laughs> about Jada Pinkett, and that kind of blew up in his face. It, it truly did, and that was not a good joke. Just was not funny. And I mean, I didn't like it, but you know, mm-hmm. yeah, and and it's still that's part of where the debate's coming in like whether he knew like she had a uh, alopecia or not or and then what i'm also hearing is that he didn't write the joke but what i'm all the uh, other part of, the other part i'm hearing is that he was just kind of winging it and like you know how some comedians do and just riff on whatever it is that they see so right right sometimes you you bomb badly and then the reaction towards it was an emotional one which i understood was it the right yeah. choice? Probably not, but it happened, and here we are. So, so was the question is? Um, oh, I just lost the question. Oh, the, uh, there it is. The question is: Do you think it was saved or not? At first, it was really difficult to tell, and the fact that the mics went mute gave me my first inclination that it wasn't. But mm. I had a hard time trying to determine based on the one shot that we had watching it live like mm-hmm. did he lean into the slap like was it like was it staged but then once it went mute after all of that mm-hmm. i'm like ooh that might have been real mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it was mute for a long time because you know american tv and then yeah 
later you see from the other like from the australian version the japanese version all of it basically uncensored and you're like yes oh that was real well hearing what he what he said what will said i was like oh hmm. okay. right okay okay it sounds, sounds kind of real you know because if it, if it was staged he probably would have been miked um all of it would have played out differently like i, yeah. I don't it, it would have things would have looked differently if it was staged like there were there would have been okay. enough signs to tell okay okay but at first yeah it was it was really questionable was like what well, was that supposed to happen like what what is happening what is happening and <laughs> that i mean again twitter just blew up just trying to make sense first make sense what happened if it yeah. was real or not then yeah and the whole discourse of like well what should happen next like is he okay is what, what's happening over there and then all the other people yeah. that were actually there started sending in their videos and oh, wow yeah and you got to see like tyler perry and denzel washington kind of being with will and just you know all of all of the things happening behind the scenes and yeah that i mean that's me i really love the whole behind the scenes stuff even with live events happening and I'm like, wow, this is very interesting. <laughs> and how yeah. is this going to play out? And then, then he wins the award, which, which again, I think most people kind of figured he would because, mm -hmm. again, as I've been doing, watching, not watching, but looking at the results of all the other award ceremonies before that, he has been winning mm -hmm. Best Actor. So mm -hmm. it was almost, you know, this is going to happen. And which I think it was glad that it did. And that's probably one of the reasons why he got to stay or why he didn't want to leave. Because yeah. you know, you're finding yeah. out that he was asked to leave, but he said no. So I'm like, okay. And then um, he goes so up. He was asked to leave and said no. Yeah. Yeah. According wow. to the Academy, okay. um, they did ask him and he said no. So. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> so and then, happen, guys? <laughs> I, well, I mean, I guess it's, I don't want to say it's protocol because I mean, why would, how how would you have something like that on protocol? Like, like, okay, in case right. someone gets up and slaps somebody or basically assaults someone. Cause I feel yeah. like with every headline you read, you kind of already kind of hear that bias that's in there. Cause as soon as they, yeah. and granted true. I mean, they're not wrong. Assault did happen. They're Violence happened. I feel like they are kind of. <sighs> yeah. Here come the same pieces, you know, exactly. Exactly. And that's what I'm trying to avoid. Like, really, I'm just trying to stick to the facts. I want to hear what the Academy eventually comes up with, because at the time of this recording, they um, are still deciding what they're going to do, like what kind of sanctions, what kind of disciplinary actions are going to happen. Like, and can they do anything for, to him? Like, it's possible the that they can. Okay, they can. Okay. They can remove him from the well being take his membership away um they can oh, okay. they okay. can ban him from future award ceremonies and he would okay. join a list of five other people that have been banned um, <gasps> oh yes been banned. I'm it now. i can tell you <laughs> <laughs> please tell me uh harvey weinstein um okay obviously yes bill cosby okay, um sure, yes. Oh my God. One of them you can Google because I forgot his name already, but he was banned for um, film piracy. So I'm like, ooh, that's oh, a good one. That's interesting. That's one. Um, and then there's a cinematographer whose name I'm forgetting. His last name is Kimmel. And I'm like, is he related to Jimmy? But I don't think he is. Um, I forgot his first name. I want to say it's Adam Kimmel and mm -hmm. uh, Roman Plansky. Roman Plansky. Yep, that one just. So um, Adam four of the Kimmel. 
Adam Kimmel. Yeah. But yeah, four of those yep. people, except uh, like I said, the guy whose name I can't remember, film piracy, the rest of them, basically sexual assault. Sexual assault. Mm-hmm. Sexual. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Carmine Caridi. Yeah, something like um, that. <laughs> he was the first. Apparently, he was in The Godfather 2. He's the first person ever kicked out of the Academy. He was expelled in 2004 for producing the VCR copies of preview screeners and sharing them around. Yep. Interesting. Mm. It was like his own movie. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's crazy. Because, yeah, it did. Yeah, okay, sure. Mm -hmm. Hmm. So what doesn't seem to possibly happening is them taking the award away from him which i don't think they should do Nah, i don't think they're going to do that right so but yeah we we shall see what will happen um going forward and also i take it back karidi i'm not sure if that's how you pronounce his name he didn't just pirate the godfather his movie he pirated as many as 60 movies (laughs) so oh oops Oops. (laughs) yikes but I multiple, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I know happens, and, and, it, and it has to because one year, I'm not going to give too many details of what year it was, but I was able to access or or was given copies of several of the films nominated that year, so I was able to see like a bunch of the nominees, and I think what they do now is actually print like the person's name on like the film itself. So mm-hmm. if you're watching it, it'll probably say property or loaned out to um, Mr. McCready or whatever his name was. I already forgot. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so yeah. should that happen and then you see a copy or like the FBI or somebody mm-hmm. sees a copy like, hmm, how did this get out, yeah. sir? And then you're out. So yeah. But that's, I don't know. It, it is what it is. And I try to go about legal means to see these films because film piracy is wrong. Yeah. No bootlegging. I do not support bootlegging. So, because hey, that's a job. That's somebody's job. They're, I mean, they work mm-hmm. hard to do that thing. And when you pay your admission price, whether that be at the movie theater or you pay for whatever streaming service, you're helping to fund that that camera guy or that sound woman or um, yeah. any crew member mm-hmm. bes- besides just the actors, the directors, and producers. So, all of them get paid. And I'm yeah. all, I'm about that life. So. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Movie tickets are expensive, but that is why. Well, no, it's also because of popcorn, because somehow they got to. And capitalism. Capitalism, too. Yes. (laughs) Which I was explaining to somebody about uh, The Hobbit being three movies, and it doesn't have to be. So capitalism. Don't get me started. Don't get me started on that. (laughs) Well, that was because we were discussing the film Drive My Car, which is also um, it won Best International Film, but it was nominated Mm -hmm. for a Best Picture. And my friend and I were discussing it and she was like, I don't know why this is three hours long when the, the story it was based on is a short story. What I later learned is actually a, a number of short stories put into this one movie, but mm-hmm. still she felt it was a very long movie and she was actually texting me and it was like two hours in this three hour movie. <laughs> so she was like, yeah, I don't know why it's so long. I'm like, well, I mean, I, I don't, I can't answer that question for you because I haven't read the material nor have I seen the film. But yeah, I, I do know if they really wanted to stretch it out, they could take the Hobbit route and you know do that. Yeah, but Which, is that really the best thing to do for the story? Right, right. It's but I realize, as you and I both know, and we are belaboring the point, 
capitalism it makes more money this way same yep. thing with all those other film franchises Ooh, let's do the last one but make it two movies because <laughs> looking at you twilight that's exactly what i'm thinking about and like hey let's show like a whole wedding and then a re- not reception honeymoon and then a whole nother movie about just a whole huge fight so anyway i mean they could have <laughs> whatever it's it's here and gone it's, it, we've moved on and uh have we yeah. though we haven't but that's okay Are we yeah yeah we haven't because i mean I, I can't talk about Harry Potter because I, I don't know that world that well, despite mm-hmm. being married to like the biggest Harry Potter fan. Um, Cause I haven't watched that film that much. Like the last two. Oh my God. I mean, I don't doubt that it's played, but I might not have been here or awake. Mm-hmm. Or paying attention. Cause you just really don't care, but I've watched them. I've watched them. Mm-hmm. I'm all looking around to make yeah. sure she's not around. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. This is why I don't think you're telling the truth here, buddy. I'm. Um. I love that she loves them. How about that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but yes, that that was the the big <laughs> highlight of the. I don't even know if highlight is the word, but I, again, I'm I'm here for the 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 memes. They have now likened. Um, instead of the snap from MCU, is now the slap. <laughs> the slap. Oh my gosh. Because. All all of the fallout that's been coming after that, um, like just all these other celebrities saying, I don't think it's but and then they're all all of a sudden all this dirt is being poured on them. I'm like, well, I remember when you did this or you, you know, touched this person or you shot that person. So it's like yeah. maybe you shouldn't say anything unless you or not even unless just to stay out of it. Like, yeah. B yeah. Be like Daniel Radcliffe, as we're speaking of Harry Potter, <laughs> um, who has said, let me try to get this quote right, because I'm like, perfect. Good, good job, sir. Um, dramatically bored of hearing people's opinions. So, OK, yeah. He had nothing to add. I think there's more to that quote. Um mm-mm-mm. Well, I'm sure there's a whole clip, but that's just, yeah, there's, there's more to it, but he, he didn't have an opinion. He didn't want to give one and he just like, yeah, mind of my business. Never mind. I don't, I don't want to <laughs> leave me alone, which I thought yeah. was great. Great answer. Just move on. I love that. Yeah. Cause yes, it is something that has happened. It, it's just now we just have to, I don't want to say necessarily move on from it, but learn from it, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, I, I I don't want this to go on forever. I mean, but I think that is the nature of entertainment and think pieces from out the woodwork. People always have something to say. And uh, mm. it's just part of the cog is all I know how to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what, what I am liking from it, if there is as weird as that may sound, is that we are drawing attention to alopecia. Um, yeah and defending black women that normally don't yeah. get you know defended um yeah. and i mean those are two takeaways for me i feel that mm-hmm. i want to say if yeah. any positives so, so yeah, that's and, and ableism uh, you know right 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 and um if nothing else this comment was very very ableist 
Mm-hmm. And just very tasteless, you know? Yep. That and aged as from what I'm telling or what I'm hearing, mm-hmm. because if you have no idea that G.I. Jane was even a film <laughs> like yeah, back in the 90s, uh, let alone like a second one. And then some people are like, wait, was she in the first one? But no. Yeah. So there, there yeah. were other ways to do it. Like if you wanted to do it, there were there were other ways, but or you yeah. just say no, or just say nothing. Or just like sit down and say nothing. Just, mm-hmm. just don't even, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. But it happened and yeah, we'll just see what, what happens next. Just go on as yeah. that moment just flies out into Oh, wow. It'd been great if I had this queued up a little better. But yes, that joke will just fly out and go out into space. Nice. Nice transition. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I had to work hard to get that because I wasn't like, oh, wait, no, I'm not ready. Um, yeah. So space news, because there. this is one of the this is basically the reason why we delayed because NASA announced that Hubble was going to be found a, a new discovery. And they weren't going to release it until Wednesday. I'm like, ooh, why do you have to wait so long? But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when mm-hmm. we got a teaser trailer and then we finally got to see the trailer. But do you want to kind of present it? I don't, I'm sorry. I'm just throwing this at you now. But Sure. Well, I don't okay. have the article up now. But basically, they discovered a star that is believed to have been... So, basically... <laughs> so the star is really really old and i think is the oldest maybe the oldest star that it's that it's ever found not the oldest star like in existence that we know of mm-hmm. but possibly the oldest star that hubble has found now i was doing a little bit of like deeper reading into it and it was more like it, it wasn't the it, we basically hubble's images of it captured it as it would have looked like x amount of time ago like x millions billions maybe of years ago but i I, it's unclear what its actual age is because apparently that's different so how whatever it looks like to us now it's not going to look like that now because it would have traveled you know billions of light years to reach reach us or reach wherever hubble is um this is significant well i'm still trying to figure out why this is significant maybe it's because it's the 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 oldest star that hubble has ever captured or something Mm -hmm. i'm not sure what the big hubbub is for i feel like it is important but i don't know exactly why right and even when i read it i or even like when i just got the headline like this is like it's like the furthest and oldest kind of what you're saying it's like 10 billion light years or 10 billion years whatever uh it's yeah. one of the first of this generation of billion. it it got see, really okay. it got into the weeds of time and distance yeah. and yeah i can only comprehend so much through words and that's what i'm going to need like somebody to do a visualization for me then i'm like oh or you know we call a good friend neil degrasse tyson I'm like can you explain mm-hmm. this to me like i'm 10 yeah so he would he too. Would, he would do a and, good job. Right. And he would use his hands and like, and then the stars out and just, you know, just pointing <laughs> to wherever and like, yes, yes. Okay. So, and I, and I think I even told it to you 
that day or yesterday and like I'm not as excited as I hoped I'd be. I was thinking they were going to discover something else. Like, <laughs> I don't know what else. I mean, it's a it's a telescope. It's something else. Well, I feel so like with, with space news, it, it's got to be something that we really haven't kind of discovered before to mm-hmm. me in order for it to like be a little bit more significant because we know that stars are out there. We know they're really far away. We know they're really old. But like, even just the, the way the way at least for me the way I understand time when it comes to really old stars and really old planets in, in the universe it it's hard to grasp it and it's hard to kind of wrap my head around it so when I hear that yet another star has been found that's really old it's like oh okay <laughs> I thought that was kind of understood that that like they're out there yes we know that tell me mm-hmm. something I don't know right um I don't know and and I hear you and I felt the same way and I got you. So mm. since I knew we were going to be doing space news today, I'm like, well, this is not all that exciting, but I found something exciting. <gasps> Let's and hear here, it. Here's the headline. There's something truly unique about Pluto's landscape. Okay. Okay. So at the distant end of the solar system, far from the sun's warmth and light, a truly unique world drifts in the alien darkness. I feel like I should be reading that slower and deeper. Pluto, new research has found, has a landscape sculpted by ice volcanoes. Oh. A... <laughs> see, 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 that's kind of... <laughs> <laughs> no, that's <laughs> uh, exciting. Come right. <laughs> ice volcanoes. Like, I can stop right, right there. <laughs> right. Like, that's a thing? Okay, cool. Right, exactly. And um, let me, I, I will continue. Uh, of a type and scale seen nowhere else in the solar system. Because ice volcanoes do exist elsewhere, even in our solar system, but not like they do on Pluto. So I will continue. Um, uh, to the southwest of the Sputnik Platinia, I don't know, it's someplace on Pluto. Um, so much slush has erupted from below the surface of Pluto that mountains of ice stand up to seven kilometers or 4.3 miles for us English folk uh, or okay, American okay. folk. Yeah. yeah, that's how high it is. Uh, one of the regions with very few impact craters is dominated by enormous rises with hamaki flanks. And that is what? now, hold, hold on a second, hold on, hold on. Um, okay. Where did it go? Up oh, there it is. Word watch. Hamak <laughs> is the word <laughs> for today because I looked up, well, what is that? And that's basically a hill or a mm, hillock okay. or uh, a, a, basically a mound created by ice. So, okay, okay. Right. Um, similar features do not exist anywhere else in the imagined or imaged, I'm sorry, imaged solar system. Um, the existence of these massive features suggests Pluto's interior structure and evolution allows for either enhanced retention of heat or more heat overall than was anticipated before New Horizons, which I think is what was investigating it, the satellite or whatever. Mm-hmm. As the name indicates, rather than hot molten lava, ice volcanoes erupt with slushy water slurries of volatile compounds such as ammonia and methane. Once they emerge into frigid atmospheric conditions above ground, they freeze and build up surface monuments, much like lava can create volcanic mountains in uh calderas just well colder 
<laughs> so uh, the first hint of all the first hint of ice volcanoes known as cryovolcanism was detected hmm. on Pluto okay. in 2015. Uh, when the New Horizons probe made its epic flyby by our solar system, Ernst Weil, or Ernst Weil, <laughs> ninth, ninth planet. Oh, wow. That's a word. I, I didn't even see that word. Should have made that one the word. Um, <laughs> <laughs> never before had scientists had access to such a wealth of data um, on the cup. Oh, man. I should know what this, how to pronounce this. Cupid's belt? Not Cupid's. The, that well, the area where uh, Pluto lives, with all the other okay, um, uh, dwarf planets live, uh, not far from the heart-shaped flatland of the Sputnik area, some features stood out as truly interesting. I'll say, um, that now that's some good space news. Yes, yes, and this came out on uh, the day before yesterday so tuesday this came out on tuesday so had i actually found this one we could have just went ahead like a regular show rather than waiting for some stupid old star news right Right. like eh, whatever you gave me you gave me this announcement a week in advance only i rather wanted the the, the pluto news because we care about pluto over here so (sighs) sorry i got all worked up so yes ice volcanoes (laughs) exciting there's more to this article so i think i'll just put it in the show notes and uh yeah so that's your real space news boom (laughs) (laughs) or that is better space news right whatever whatever sounds ice volcanoes make that's that's you know that's the noise of like a mic drop but ice volcano Mm -hmm. style (sighs) got me all worked up but we will make a transition over to um where did it go oh there we go Yes, we are going to the Spookums Zone. And thank you so much to Birdo for submitting a story for us. Actually, it's two stories. But I did want to throw in, because I was trying to figure out how am I going to get this in here. I keep telling people about it. I'm alluding to a place. And during my vacation, uh, we had to go do a quick errand with uh, Ashley. And we went to um, this lovely city called Danbury here in Connecticut. And I used to go out there for an old job that I used to do. And I, I was a vendor for Home Depot and I hated going to this specific store because I was convinced (laughs) it was haunted. (laughs) I will explain. So part of what I had to do was I had to stock an order or order and stock uh, molding, which before I even mm-hmm. worked this job, I had no idea like, what is molding? And it's basically those fancy stuff that's around your doors and walls and whatnot. So those come in like huge planks and almost like trees. And they come bundled up as if they are like trees. And I have to stock this in these shelves or areas. I mean, if you've been to a Home Depot, you kind of seen it, you know what it looks like, especially if you've been to the lumber area, it's over there too. So I say all that to say, that part of my job was to make sure that these aisles look nice and clean and crisp either before the store opens or, or just as it's opening, or especially when I am done, finish all the stocking, cleaning out all the broken pieces, make it look nice, make it look pretty. That's part of my mm-hmm. job. And I have to go take pictures and prove to higher ups and bosses and such that I'm doing my work properly. Um, I do that, but like 
as soon as I finish and I turn around, everything looks junky like just before I got there. And what? I, it just, it's, it's bizarre. And, and I know this is, is odd and weird because I would do like all this cleanup and like sometimes I do it like just like as the first part of my day or for mm-hmm. like my shift or whatever. And nobody will be in the store. Like it's maybe the store he hasn't even opened yet. And I turn around and again, no one has been in there and now it looks all junky again. And I don't know how or why. And it freaked me out. And it was always very frustrating because I'm like, I just cleaned up this place. Who is putting this junk back? Or maybe it's even a slow day in that particular store and there's nobody Mm -hmm. been in the aisle and I just finished cleaning up. And again, just looking all junky and weird and I hate it. And (laughs) because of all that, I would have um, this one particular kind of manager, not my main manager, who was pretty awesome. Like he was threatening, not threatening. He looked threatening in a, in a strange kind of like, um, how would I describe him? Joe Pesci, but like bigger. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, but he was like, if you got down to his like creamy, soft interior, because he, he has a cat and he showed me pictures of him and his cat and they're all cuddled up. And he takes like he's one of those like old dads would, would take a, a an uh, a tablet or an i um, not an iPhone, but an actual tablet and just um, iPad. That's what I was looking for. And take videos of that, but of like babbling brooks and just of the babbling brook, because he showed me this video once and I'm like, oh, OK. Um, and you don't want to interrupt him because I don't want that, that Joe Pesci side of him to come out and be, you know, like right. watch the video. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm watching, but <laughs> he's, he's very gentle. And he, and he makes like his, his own homemade um, maple syrup, which was really good. So mm-hmm. gentle soul, but he's also, he can be like, like I said, Joe Pesci and, and scary when, if you make him mad, but good guy, there's another manager, however, who. Um, you've seen the movie The Croods, right? Yeah. Or familiar familiar with it? Yeah, it looks like he's from that family. Um, and I don't mean that as a compliment, unfortunately, but it's just, <laughs> just kind of what he kind of gives that vibe. And he has a tendency of just I don't because he said he was going to like file to make sure I was doing everything I was doing or supposed to be, like shadowing me. And he mm-hmm. never actually did appear. Like I was ready to show him, like, hey, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. I'm ready for you. But he never did and but he does have a tendency of just kind of have this habit of just following up with me all the time just texting me just bothering mm-hmm. me like leave me, leave me alone i don't want to be bothered anymore and eventually i did leave that job uh because because i was being I, at one point i was transferred to another store or another series of stores and then they were going to transfer me back when a new business or new ownership took over and i'm like i can't mm-hmm. i can't go back to danbury i that store is the worst i was gonna say it's the devil but it's not the devil it's just devil adjacent so it was it was just terrible and i decided to quit then and there or i gave a four-week notice but i left like maybe a week after but yeah i gave a four-week notice and my boss was super cool he gave me a couple bottles of his homemade um maple syrup wished me on my way like he no hard feelings or anything he completely understood and Shortly after that, um, I think you and I kind of met, like on t- on Twitter. So, because mm-hmm. I think you're. The rest is history. I know the rest is history. So <laughs> that that little and that's not the, the only part of the Spookums was the part that I kept cleaning up and everything just kept looking trashed. I just had to fell through it, the rest of that story and how it connected to us. So, 
Thank but, you for ending on a positive note. <laughs> of course, of course. And it wasn't too scary for you. So you can still right. you know, sleep Thank with you. the lights off. However, however, Birdo gave us a story. Because as you remember in the previous times, he has at least one ghostly auntie. Mm-hmm. And um, she may or may not have been visiting again. But I will just read as he has sent it to us. Two instances instances of activity both happened while work was being done on the inside of the house tracks with most ghostly activity number one sitting down at the kitchen island about to eat luna who is his cat is sitting at the other chair like like a people his exact words but then again you know animals do that luna and i both turn our heads because like me she also saw someone walk past the dining room it wasn't a scary moment it felt like it was someone we knew was there, just happened to walk by. Instance number two. This one was startling. I'm sitting on the couch watching TV. Luna's right next to me, sitting on the arm of the sofa. Suddenly, I feel like someone is standing right next to us. I didn't feel threatened. More like I didn't notice that someone I knew was in the house had come up. <laughs> I didn't mean read it like that. Someone was in the house had come up behind me. Keep in mind, I was alone in the house. I felt that pressure in my chest knowing someone is right next to me. I then see that Luna has turned her head to look right uh, to to the right and looking up at someone or something. So I turn my head. Nothing there, but I still feel someone is there. Again, not scared. It was as if someone just walked up curious to see what we were watching. He goes on to... (laughs) to add (laughs) um i don't know if it's the same presence or a second one but it feels like it's just someone going about their business i think the walk by ghost was the one that was setting off the bathroom motion sensor light the one he mentioned or the one we discussed in a previous episode um and then he has a fun fact here the school right next door to us was once an orphanage in the 20s that burned down but i think all the kids escaped unharmed thinks he's not sure though he's not yeah, sure he don't know there was that that one orderly or or that that one janitor or that one child that didn't make it right thought they're all counted for mm. i don't know anyway do you have um, any recommendation i'm kidding um well i'm not <laughs> but <laughs> i didn't have a transition out of that but thank you birdo for uh your follow-ups there and Please do keep us uh, enlightened if there's any more activity, because uh, we here at the Indube podcast do enjoy that kind of material. Also, shout out to any other one else, other, any, anyone else out there that does have any stories. Please send that to me, indubepod at gmail.com, and we will read it and share it. And I don't know, see if Courtney gets freaked out at all and be able to sleep Ugh, tonight. Thanks a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I almost forgot. Please hold. Black history. Black history. Black history. Black history. That's basically just to congratulate Questlove for winning best documentary for Summer of Soul. I cannot talk about that film enough. And speaking of like just trying to be in a good and cheerful mood, that is one documentary you can watch and it'll just fill your life with joy. If you, um, I mean, your skin will glow, your hair may grow out a little bit. Um, just, pores will be cleansed 
<laughs> you just feel your soul just lifted and enlightened. I can't say enough words about it. And it's just, it is well-deserved. Like his win, the moment, I'm so glad that he made that film. I, 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 I don't know. It's on Hulu. It's on Disney Plus. So please, please watch it. Go check it out. And <laughs> it's a weird black history fact, but I'm just throwing it in there. I, maybe he's the first. Yeah, I think maybe he might be the first black documentarian to win. So there you go. Oh, nice. That's even that's even cooler. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, I don't know if that's a fact or not, but uh, the fact is that he won. And it's a great film that should be watched and enjoyed again and again. Nice. So, so um, now, um, actually, we'll go into moment of gratefulness. Do you have one at the ready? Do you need a moment? Um, give me a moment. Okay. Um, I will say my moment of gratefulness is this little nugget that I, where did I get this from? I don't remember. Um, but gratitude is one of the best vitamins. I'm kidding. That is not oh. my, it is, it is, it is. I like that though. It is. I liked it too. That's why I had to write it down. I'm like, it's great. But um, I'm also just going to be grateful the, for the rest that I got um, over my vacation. Like I really felt rested, even though like I had went away to the casino or to the resort for like 24 hours. It was just a, just a night really, but still it was like the beds were super comfortable and I just felt good and rested. I'm like, all right. It was, it was good. It was good. Great. So I was grateful for that. Being able to truly rest, truly just let go of everything and just be in the moment and be recharged and rejuvenated. And I haven't felt that way in a very long time. So that was nice. Good. No, that's right. Hmm. Rest is is needed and I'm glad you got it. Yes. Yes, indeed. Do, do Do you have your moment? Yeah. So I am grateful. Um, well, I thought I did. <laughs> well, honestly, you know, I'm I'm grateful for you, my friend Sterling. Oh. Because you're you're an awesome friend, sure, but especially recently, we're both kind of going through the. I don't know if I can say this almost. I'm not gonna say it, but we're kind of going through similar uh, things and similar uh, journeys. Changes that journeys that we're trying to um push through see to the end and um make some make some pretty big things happen and so because of you you and your encouragement both you know explicit encouragement but also just really implicit just watching you do the things has really encouraged me to do the things and to stop sitting around and waiting for things to happen mm-hmm. and that's normally not a, an issue with me but lately, because of of just life, you know, it's 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 been a little bit harder, but been more of an uphill battle. So mm. I'm just grateful for you and for your your struggle, and grateful for your um your journey. Oh, well, thank you. I mean, I I felt that because we we had this conversation, uh, maybe it might be like two months now, where we we just decided to take this journey, but like things have been happening in both of our lives that we were like, okay, we need to make moves. We need to do something Mm -hmm. or not even just we, but I knew I had to do something. So like, okay, Mm -hmm. let me just get going. And as I had told you, I'm going to say it publicly is like, I don't want to go alone. Like I don't want to 
ascend or, or go to the next level without, you know, bringing others with me. Yes, of course, I'll be bringing my family with me, but you keep part of my family too. So just want to make sure that you are also seeing your version of success. And I'm giving another, I guess, maybe shout out or moment of gratefulness because I got to have a similar conversation with a good friend of mine, Romy, who maybe one day may be a guest on this podcast because of his journey and we had, oh, this was actually, I think one of my original moments of gratefulness is being able to reconnect with so many of my good friends and, um, and you included Courtney and Nisha. Like we had a, a whole group chat that we got to chat about a whole bunch of things, even though we rehashed mm -hmm. part of our, the podcast we were on, um, and meeting a couple of my other friends, including Romy and just the conversation him and I had about just uh, moving on to the next level or, or basically what our versions of success look like and how do we mm -hmm. achieve that? How do we go? And he was very encouraging. And I think he may even say I was encouraging to him as well. And what I'm getting, the point I'm getting to is that we have become like accountability partners for each other. It's like you and yeah. I, Courtney are, you know, hold each other accountable and he is holding me accountable or I'm holding him accountable to what he wants to do. And which reminds mm -hmm. me, I need to send him a text message as well, just to make sure that he is doing what he is setting out to do, which I believe that he is. But that's the point of, you know, having friends like that to keep you accountable. And I am yeah. grateful for that, for you, for him. And for those people that are out there like, hey, did you do that thing yet? I'm waiting to see it. And um, I'm hoping so I, I thank you. I can't thank you enough, but I thank you. So, yeah. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, do you have any recommendations? Oh, I did, and I can't remember what they are. Something mm -hmm. told me to write it down. Mm -hmm. So you can uh, have to be like me and have like like post-its or, or sticky notes or, or a whole know. notebook. Just just to jot down ideas, whatever it is that we might might say, and like, ooh, that's a good point. Let me circle back to that. So well, there's a couple of podcasts well, a podcast that I've recently gotten into called Bending the Elements. Let me pull it up. But it's about the Avatar, The Last Airbender. Um, oh, I think I might know what this is. It's amazing and it's fairly new. So I'm glad to kind of... <laughs> it's called Braving the Elements. But oh, okay. it um, it is hosted by... Um, Dante Basco or Basco, who's the voice of Prince Zuko, among other other um, well known and beloved cartoon characters, and Janet Varney, who's the voice of Korra. Yes, that is okay. Mm -hmm. That's the podcast I did hear about. Yep. So it's it's very similar. Well, there's many shows that are like this where you've got former cast members and a lot of former crew members of a particular show that just kind of talk about each episode and give a lot of background information about it and talk about their kind of um, perspective about it. Mm -hmm. So that's what this show is. And it's, it's awesome. I love it so much already. It, I believe the first episode um, aired um, in June of 2021. So it's still fairly, fairly new almost a year old and so they're just going through each episode um already the creators of 
Cora in, in The Last Air, Airbender, Mike DiMartino and Brian Konetsko have also been, they've already been on the show. And so got some information about, about how they met, how they got into the game. Um, just interesting stuff. So I highly recommend that podcast if you like um, Avatar, The Last Airbender. Um, it's just, it's, it's a great way to geek out <laughs> over <laughs> the show even mm-hmm. more. <laughs> I would agree. And I am familiar with, I mean, I, I know both of them as voiceover artists, but Janet Varney definitely is a podcaster. Uh, she has mm-hmm. at least mm-hmm. one other one and she guests on a bunch of the other ones I listen to. So I, yes. I definitely know you're, you're She's in good kind hands. Of everywhere. She is, yeah. she is, which is great. And my recommendation would be also a podcast called Dead Eyes. Um, and it's about an actor, Connor Ratcliffe, who mm-hmm. his whole journey, basically, the whole premise is that he went to audition to be on uh, Band of Brothers from on HBO right, way back in 2001. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was being produced by Tom Hanks and Steven Spielberg, but he had to go audition again in front of Tom Hanks and Tom Hanks fired him saying, no, I don't like him. He's got dead eyes. So oh, wow. his whole journey for like the last, <laughs> for the last oh, 20 wow. years, well, I don't say the last 20 years, but he decided to start a podcast to kind of figure out what about him, you know, made uh, him. Yeah. Yeah. So terrible. Right. So I, I ended up interesting. I don't want to I don't want to say it's a series finale. It could be a season finale. I'm not sure if he's going to continue, but there's only 30 episodes. The 30th episode just came out and all throughout the whole series. He's actually talking to different actors, different like casting directors, agents, um, all either about his experience, if they can shed any light onto why he may have said that or if he actually has dead eyes or, or just other people's experience of being failing, uh, of failing or being fired or rejected. Um, I've listened to a good number of them, but then once I got, I, um, I think I listened to the first season and then I kind of stopped, but then I heard about episode 30 where he talks to Tom Hanks. Oh, wow. So at the very beginning of that episode, they have a whole list of episodes you should listen to before you listen to that one. So I will give that to you now. So get your pen and paper ready. Episodes 1, 2, 3, 6, 10, 13, 20, and 27. So all of these episodes. Yes, they prepare you for episode 30 with Tom Hanks. And you can finally get that question answered. But it's a really great conversation. And all of them are all good. Because if you are anything you do in life, you sometimes just have to have that being prepared to not necessarily to fail, but maybe they might not like you or, and how do you deal with that? And I feel like this is a really good, it's a really good positive podcast in that way because he's not bashing him at all. It's just like, how did we get here? Like (laughs) what, why, why didn't I not get this thing? And, and you, it's, it's a really beautiful story, honestly, and how, how it pretty much ends up. So I recommend listening to, you can listen to the whole series or you can just listen to those episodes I mentioned. But I wouldn't go straight to the last one because of how it sets up, how it gets there. So part of the journey. So yeah, that is my recommendation. And I guess thank you very much. 
Of course. It's my last thing would just be, you know, do you have any, should you want to be found any plugs or, or things in that way? Do you want to be found? Sorry, repeating myself. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me uh, on the Twitters at I am Kay Hinton. End of speech. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Cause again, uh -huh. it just, it just had that sound as if you're going to keep going. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> yes. Follow me on all things at Indube. Go to Indube.com. Tell someone you value that you value them like we did earlier. Live without regrets and live for the folks you love. Please wash your legs, face, bottoms of your feet, the undersides of your dishes, get vaccinated. And yes, yes, still wear your mask, despite what I said last time. Still should do that. Especially if you feel safe and feel safer. Uh, I've been your benevolent host. Yeah, I can wait for that. <laughs> been your benevolent host East Sterling Watson and remember if the world didn't suck we'd all fall off henceforth and forevermore in the church said I'm in <laughs> thanks for listening to the Indu podcast which was recorded from the south side of Wakanda in little new Indubia on the corner of Tachaka and MLK Drive and is part of the Indu network want more Indu? Follow on Instagram and Twitter at Indube and on Facebook at Pod. You can contact us and send Ask Indube questions by emailing indubepod at gmail.com. Want to support or donate? Find the T Public Store or become a patron on Patreon, where subscribing gives you perks and extra things from the Indube Network. Please subscribe, rate, comment, and share the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, YouTube, Podbean, and wherever else podcasts are found. And of course, visit Indube.com for all of this and much more. Thank you so much for letting us entertain, enlighten, and provide an auditory escape with knowledge and nonsense. Until next time. Use your words, Chief. Good boy. This has been another 3SFX production.